Pensacola, Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. arrangements and gravity won't pull you through you know you're missing out on something well that something depends on you all I'm saying it takes a lot to love you all I'm doing you know it's true all I mean now is one thing, yes one thing that turns this I hit that last note, aren't you? I am 100% <laughs> impressed, dude. That's awesome. Oh, I think I need to go lay down. I know, right? Uh, okay, thanks. Uh, that's yeah, yeah. that's Andrew you, McKay. See you tomorrow. Um, <laughs> hey, the bridge is hey, open. Woo! Booyah! <laughs> How about that? Are you sure? Yeah, I am sure. I was watching video this morning. I was, it was funny because I, um, you know, they came out with this. We told you yesterday that the sign, the, the digital signboard up in Gulf Breeze was like, hey, February 13th, shh, pass it on. You know, and then... <laughs> Kind of. That's what they said, right? Right. And then um, we were talking about this yesterday, and I was I was getting some friends who were like, I think it's going to be tonight. I'm like, all right. And then, but I didn't want to, you know, I didn't. It's, it's an F-dot announcement depending on a Skanska project. I am not going public with that until it happens. <laughs> I learned my lesson years ago. How many times did we, well, when's that bridge going to be open? Well, I think they said this, and it didn't happen. And then I think they said this, and it didn't happen. And I think that's it. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. Right. I'm not, you know... Scanscav dots Lucy, and I learn my lesson. You know, I'm smarter than Charlie Brown, and I just decided I'm not going to go with that. So when they tried to get one last football hold on me, you know, I'm like, February 13th, huh? All right, we'll see. <laughs> you know, and I had driven it one time with a bunch of people, the fourth. And I thought, well, you know, when it's my, my answer became when we drive across it, it's open. Right, that's true. That, so you can't argue with that. And when you and so guess what? Uh, you know, last night, uh, you know, I started watching because they came. Oh, they came out with another announcement yesterday that said before six a.m. Tuesday, Valentine's Day. And I, it, it it did actually come in that voice, by the way. And you know, I, I thought, well, okay, we'll see. Right, and I sent you a snarky text back. Oh yeah, yeah. Valentine's Day, sure, <laughs> nice. You're still wrong, I know. <laughs> And so, and so I pulled up the video last night, and I was watching the Three Mile Bridge cam, and it's the one that shoots down towards Gulf Breeze from basically with the flyover. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, oh, they're really working. They've got traffic patterns like kind of prepared. Some of the barricades were all gone, and then you know, I'm like, oh, this this could actually happen. And then it, then it becomes one of these things where I'm watching it like, is it yet? No. And the video crashed. Refresh. Is it yet? No. <laughs> And you know how, like, I don't know, when you're in the news business, you want to you wanna be like, you know, first. You want to know, like, immediately. And so, again, I started fighting with myself as I'm working on other things for the show last night. At, God, this is like 9 o'clock or something. And 9.30 in that vicinity. And, you know, I'll be working and working. And then, like, there's the thing goes off. And it's like, check the video. You know, and I go and I, I pull it. Nothing. And, you know, just like every time. And, you know, what I'm thinking is. I should just let it sit there, and eventually it's going to, 
you know, something's going to happen or whatever. And it never did. And so I, I went to sleep and turns out like right when I went to sleep is right when it happened, of course. And, and, I, and I did not check right before I went to sleep, which if I had, I might have, you know, that like first first kind of notice. Um, but I woke up this morning and my phone, you know, Mike Wood who is, yeah. you know, he often works on the bridge extra duty, and mm-hmm. he's like, well, as of 11.25 last night, I'm like, mother of... Right. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool. Did yeah, they crack cool. a bottle of champagne on the yeah. car that drove first through there? No. Here you go. No. Oh. Okay, okay that's have, good. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, so I'll the bridge is it. open. And now it, Yay! Okay. But, and, and it's not a bad thing, it just... It's only two lanes in each direction, so in terms of, like, functionally different from yesterday... No functional difference, because it is still only two lanes of traffic going in each direction. In fact, for a while, there was one. It looked like it was, you know, I think it's two now, but it was kind of like one when they were first doing some of the conversion stuff. Anyway, uh, so it's two lanes in each direction, and it is a mind-numbing, soul-destroying, anger-developing 45 miles an hour. <laughs> Just like you said it would Just be. Just like I said it would be. In fact, honestly, it... It, it's, I assume it is 45. Uh, if you drive it and you tell me that they've actually got it at the moment like 35 or something, it wouldn't surprise me. So, officially, the third Pensacola Bay General Daniel, I have to always think about these words the right way, General Daniel Chappie James Jr. Memorial Three Mile Bridge is open! <laughs> There you go. That's it. That's that's happy that's days <laughs> are here again. That's, that's great. We got the sign and the bridge. Right. Man, what a year! Yeah, everything's working for the first time in a long time. Um, so that's my happy Valentine's Day gift to you. Oh, that's so lovely. No, it's so go, sweet. Everybody. Five sixteen here on News Radio ninety two three. I'm Andrew McKay. A better air filter on your air conditioner is nice, but it isn't enough. It takes a lot more than that to clean the air that you breathe. This is Todd with Gulf Coast Air Care. On Wednesday's Pep Talk, we'll talk about how to keep pollen, bacteria, and other pollutants out of your lungs. Remember what I always say, if you don't have a good air filter, you are one. Let's talk Wednesday morning at 9.30 on Pep Talk. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Research shows listeners prefer a personalized experience. So to help you remember, Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance. We personalize this ad for Amber, who really misses boy bands from the 90s. Hey, girl. (laughs) I'm the cute one. Here to tell you how Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. I'm the heartthrob. The only thing I love more than you is saving. And I'm the other boy in the band everyone forgot about. Just happy to be here. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, offering professional-grade industrial supplies, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. All of your local news and talk from dependable host Andrew McKay on your morning drive with Pensacola Morning News 5 to 9 on News Radio 923. Like sands through the Blackwater, so are the days of our Milton.
And now, another episode of City Council Melodrama Theater. When you talk to other cities, and I do, because I, again, being on the council, I was involved with other Florida cities that I've t spoke with, and so I have people that I can reach out to um, in other Florida cities to get an idea, again, of what they're doing and what their best practices are for the city of Milton. So again, I want to be involved, and um, I think that I can really help with the, the CIB. So this is uh, Sherry Sebastio, who is a former city councilwoman. Uh, she lost her election in the fall. And this is in uh, kind of a get-to-know-you moment where they come back before the city council in Milton and a couple of people who want to fill the vacancy that's on the Community Improvement Board that's kind of like the idea of people for, you know, what can we do to make things better? And uh, she wants to be on that. And she actually spoke second. Uh, and again, she's fairly well known to the most of the council members, and she spoke second. The guy who spoke first, his name was Kyle Johnson. He was kind of the other candidate for this opening. And he seemed like a nice enough guy, seemed like, a, you know, hey, I'm just here to help. I've been here a long time. I want to see what I can do. I've got some ideas. Now, they had already had the conversation about the uh, open container law, and I think that was the one he was talking about. If I remember correctly, that's the one he was talking about here. He had one of those, like, he's just kind of talking and talking and talking, and then all of a sudden you're like, did he just say that? <laughs> kind of moments. So... Um, this is not all he said, so it would be unfair to represent him as this is his main thing, but it was the one that caught my attention the most. So he's talking to the Milton City Council members. I will warn you in advance, a mixture of men and women on the council that you'll see in a moment that becomes relevant for this comment. And he's, I think, trying to praise them for having done difficult work previously in the evening. The things that I've heard here that you guys passed tonight, I saw your faces. I know that a couple of the scrotums up there were tight, but when you voted on these two girls here that we're going to do that, it's just, your, your whole attitude just relaxed. And I think that is one of the brightest things I have ever seen in a group of people who are voting. Uh. <laughs> okay, that's a t-shirt. Oh my gosh. Did he say what he th I thought he said? I know that a couple of the scrotums up there were tight. Yep. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Just. Okay. 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 One, one more and, time. And, and no, are you sure? No. I no, don't know. I think. And look. <laughs> when. I know. I know from personal experience. Okay. That even a relatively seasoned talk show host like Andrew McKay sometimes finds himself in a situation where you're talking in public and you maybe choose a little bit more colorful version of the phrase than you intended. Okay? I have I have done the same rather infamously. Um, and okay, I, I'm not judging. I'm not I'm not judging. I'm just giving you context. Okay? I'm just giving you Milton City Council context because that wasn't the cool clip. That was just, that's just warm up. There's more? That's just, you know, tightening the drums, so to speak. <laughs> so Sherry Sebastio gets up and she says, um, you know, I think I could talk to some other cities. I've got a lot of relationships. I'll be good for this, this uh, opportunity. Okay, go ahead. Now, Mike Cusack, uh, who I have dubbed the new Shannon Rice for the New Smilton City Council, um, he's very forthright. You cannot uh, 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 complain about him being, you know, cagey or concealed or obfuscating he will tell you what he thinks 
And so he asks Sherry Sebastio, the former city councilwoman, again, who lost her election in November. Uh, he says, um, Thank you very much. Do you have any questions? Any questions? Thank I have you. A, I have a question. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, Ms. Sebastio, um, my understanding, you've run for city council twice and were defeated both times. Is that correct? <gasps> what does that have to do with this, sir? <gasps> it's a question. It's a yes or no answer. <laughs> so you've lost twice, right? Haven't you? Haven't you? Let's see. The last ele- let's see my very first election that I ran in, I lost by 800 votes. Okay? So I stayed here and I was here recording just like I am right now, staying involved. And again, that webpage that I live feed on, lots and lots of people watch my live feeds. There's a reason. Again, the second time I ran after being on the council for a year and a half, lost by 94 votes it's a big difference from 800 and if you think that 94 votes is going to keep me away afraid not because somebody wants me here so somebody wants me here i'm more popular than you think i lost by less this time than i lost before and look um you know the people all of the people you know who follow me on my uh, on my page they like me lots i have people skills I am good at dealing with people. Can't you understand it? So Mike Cusack says. But I don't know what the reasoning is why you would ask me. The reason I'm asking that is because obviously the citizens are looking for new people to to help represent and make decisions for the city. And and obviously the citizenry doesn't have confidence in you (gasps) as a council person. And so I say to myself, why, why should you be on a board when people here in the city of Milton don't think you should even be in a, in a city council, let alone a board. So my point is, is that... Um, I love, by the way, I love the, like, you can hear the sound of somebody. I'm not sure if it I was I thought her. that was you that... No, no, no. Somebody grabbing the little uh, telescoping mic, you know, with oh, the bends and like... It sounds like the predator. Over, getting it a little bit closer to the voice. So my point is, is <laughs> See, that... See, that's the predator. Um, that's the predator, yeah. There is no point. You're just a rude man. Um, oh, excuse me. That's what I said. Let's let's have a let him finish. I want him to finish. Go ahead. And when he finishes, no, ma'am, you no, have no. Go ahead. Listen, go ahead, Mike. Now I I know I, I know that sometimes the um, days of our Milton recently has been a little bit great, unsatisfying. Oh, but <laughs> you left us on a cliffhanger. No, 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 no. I just wanted to remind you where we are in the world. Got that it. Um, this last meeting was not one of those times where if you were looking for drama, you didn't get it. Where I'm coming from is that people in the city don't feel that you should probably represent them. And I don't think they probably feel that you should rep- represent them on any of the city boards. Well, I'm glad that that's how you feel. but And I respect your feelings as I respect everyone's feelings. So thank you. Have a wonderful night. <laughs> Oh, man. So Jeff Snow, and this is a weird one because this is like Jeff Snow trying to be the peacemaker. But OK, here goes. And um, Jeff's just been kind of at the center of some of this drama in the past. OK, uh, between him and Mayor Lindsay previously. Mr. Cusack, with, with that thought process, we would have to remove uh, other members that serve on boards that have lost previously. So uh, uh it's unfortunate that you went there with this, and it, it, you know, but uh, I would never uh, think that we need to remove another council member because they've lost a vote or lost a couple of times. And there are others that serve on boards today that have lost more than once. So just FYI. So here, here's my thought, okay? Um, yes, rude, okay? But 
Hilarious. I do oh. and hilarious, yeah. But I do I do sort of see where he's coming from a little bit in that if the voters tell you no and then you get appointed when a vacancy occurs because the person who won the election eventually resigned the job and then you get put in office and then you're serving for a while and then the voters say no again, what he's saying in part is I mean he's kind of being a jerk about it obviously. Uh, but he's also in part kind of saying, look, um there's a lot of people that apparently don't think that you're the right choice. So why should I think you're the right choice? You know, as as rude as that might be, I think there's some logic to that. Especially given that in the city of Milton, you have like other cities, you have a kind of a competing visions issue, right? And do you want this vision or do you want that vision? And and by the way, this is not even remotely particular to Sherry, okay? I'm just saying like in general, if the voters have a chance to pick somebody and they anti-pick them twice, and he's looking at that thinking, well, maybe, you know, tight scrotum over here is, <laughs> gonna, you know, is more popular. I don't know. Like, that, I I kind of see where he's, but you, you don't have to say it. <laughs> you know, sometimes a thing doesn't need to be said out loud. Anyway, so she winds up getting the nomination. So tonight they're going to put her on the board. It's going to be a six to two vote because that's what the vote was this last time. Five twenty-seven on News Radio ninety-two-three. Just when you thought it was safe to go back in the Blackwater, uh, David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David. And good morning. The uh, suspected gunman in last night's mass shooting at Michigan State University is now dead. Officials say the 43-year-old man had no affiliation to the university, killed three people, and critically wounded five more. He reportedly took his own took his own life as he was approached by officers not far from where those shootings occurred. A hearing on the impact of a cryptocurrency market crash is going to be held later today. The Senate Banking Committee hearing comes just two months after the collapse of FTX, the crypto exchange. South Carolina Republican Senator Tim Scott uh, has made creating a crypto regulatory framework one of his top priorities. And today, a very somber anniversary, five years now, since one of the deadliest school shootings in history. 911, what is your emergency? Hi, my daughter just uh, texted me from school. She's at Stillman Douglas, Mar- Marjorie Stillman Douglas in Parkland, and she says there's an active shooter. And uh, 17 innocent lives taken by the gunman, Nicholas Cruz. He was sentenced to life in prison this past November. Flags at half staff throughout the state today. All right. Thanks so much, David. 529 here on News Radio 923. Um, and by the way, in reference to this horrible anniversary, you also have the discussions about various gun laws uh, and changes like open uh, permitless carry, not open carry, but permitless carry in the state of Florida. And um, people are saying, you know, the critics, gun control advocates are saying it's inappropriate to be having that conversation so close to this anniversary. Well, I mean, legislative session happens when it happens, you know, and there doesn't, I don't think, suddenly become a kind of a gray out zone in relation to these historical dates. It's not like they filed it on this day or something like that. So, I mean, I understand that, you know, political advocates are going to take whatever opportunity they have to say anything. Uh, I just that one strikes me as a bit thin, uh, even while I understand that people are, you know, this is going to be a hard day for an awful lot of people to think about and certainly dramatically change the, um, you know, the landscape of the conversation about guns in the state of Florida. Right. I mean, you know, that, that this is this is a huge and horrendous event. I remember being on the air, uh, you know, working through it. And I mean, I wasn't on the air when it happened, but I was, you know, 
We talked all that day and then the next day, and then obviously for now five years ever since. 5.30 here on News Radio 92.3. United Way West Florida's Volunteer Income Tax Assistance Program is booking appointments. Now, VITA, free program for anybody making less than $60,000 a year for families and individuals. Um, there's all kinds of locations at PSC and also the Goodwill on Olive Road. Call 211-211 in order to schedule your time. David, what do you have coming up in your news in a minute, sir? A fugitive was arrested in Milton yesterday. We'll have the full story right after this update from Fox. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. A 43-year-old man with no known connection to the schools who police say shot eight people, killing three at Michigan State University. The suspect in this incident was located outside of the MSU campus. And it does appear that that suspect has uh, died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Deputy Campus Police Chief Chris Roseman, the five people wounded are all reported to be in critical condition. The shootings happened in an academic building and the student union. The man in charge of upkeep and operations at the Capitol is fired three years into a 10-year term. Architect of the Capitol, Brett Blanton, was fired by President Biden, accused of abusing his authority, misusing government property, and wasting taxpayer dollars. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy had called for Blanton's firing, and the decision has been met with bipartisan praise. Fox's Sean Langell Blanton's denied acting unethically and says reports about him are inaccurate. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 531 News Radio 92.3. It's 48 degrees, partly cloudy right now. The wait is finally over. Both spans on that new Pensacola Bay three-mile bridge are now open as of this morning. Right now, there's two lanes in each direction. Eventually, that'll be uh, uh, expanded to three lanes in each direction. Uh, an arrest has been made in a homicide case in Foley yesterday. Police say 31-year-old Telvin Knight now charged with killing Ronald Barnett Jr. in the 200 block of East Barry Avenue. Police say they were called to that residence yesterday for a shots fired call. When they got there, they found Barnett Jr. with a gunshot wound. He died after he was taken to the hospital. Investigators say they learned Barnett Jr. and Knight had been involved in an argument shortly before that shooting. Well, here we go again. Another large vehicle hit and stuck underneath Pensacola's graffiti bridge yesterday. Happened about 4 o'clock Monday afternoon. Pensacola police say an RV attempted to drive underneath the bridge and got stuck. 17th Avenue was temporarily blocked for about a half an hour as crews worked to remove the vehicle. A wanted fugitive arrested when Santa Rosa County deputies responded to a hotel. <laughs> To a hotel in Milton yesterday, uh, 22-year-old Noah Ryan was arrested and charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, possession of a weapon by a felon, and discharging a firearm from a vehicle. An arrest was made at the Regency Inn. Details of the incident haven't been made available yet, but we'll let you know soon as we learn anything more. Governor Ron DeSantis says he's planning to take a closer look at the company that administers AP courses and the SAT exam here in the state of Florida. This is in response to the college board's accusations over the weekend of slander and spreading misinformation for political gain. Nobody elected them to anything. They're just kind of there and they're providing service. And so you can either utilize those services or not. And so they've provided the, the, these AP courses for a long time. Uh, but, you know, there, there are probably some other vendors who may, may be able to do that job uh, as good or maybe even a lot better. Last month, the Florida Department of Education rejected an AP course on African-American studies, saying it included indoctrinating topics. 
A kindergarten student accused of bringing a gun to a school here in Escambia County. A district spokesman says that gun was found in the student's backpack yesterday at Montclair Elementary School here in Pensacola. The gun not loaded and the student didn't have any ammo. No threat was made and nobody was hurt. WEAR reporting that the student was removed from the school. No charges have been announced, but the investigation continues today. 534, it's News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at our Channel 3 weather. We have a beautiful forecast for Valentine's Day. Mostly sunny skies with a high near 71 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 64. For Wednesday, small chance of rain will build in with a 10% chance of showers high near 75. Wednesday night, temperatures dropping near 67. Showers and thunderstorms move in on Thursday late in the day with a high near 76 degrees. A few storms Thursday evening could be strong. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Thank you very much, Brooke. 48 right now, partly cloudy in Pensacola, 49 in Gulf Breeze, 42 in Milton. Our next news at 6, breaking news anytime, News Radio 92.3. News Radio 92.3. Now it's time to play Which Host Did This? Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, or Bobby Rossi? This host was shot at by gorillas. Who is it? up the correct answer is bobby rossi get to know our local hosts by listening to news radio 92.3 informative local dependable Hobbies can be fun and expensive. How about a hobby that's fun and could make you money? Find out how this Thursday morning at 10 with Emerald Coast Coins. Hear about precious metals and metal detectors as a great hobby. For nearly 20 years, Emerald Coast Coins has been one of the top-rated businesses in Northwest Florida to buy and sell gold, silver, and the best metal detectors to find treasure. Get more information about this Thursday morning on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Hey, Kevin, how's the boat running? Well, you know, last week I started working on the water pump and now I can't remember how it goes back together. Dude, stop. Call Key Marine. They'll get you and your Mercury outboard back in the water so we can go back to fishing again. Key Marine gets the work done and lets you handle the fun. They'll fix any problem, big or small, even if the problem is you don't remember how the parts go back together. Key Marine, your Mercury outboard dealer on Bower Road in Pensacola. Stream us online at newsradio923.com or download the News Radio Pensacola app. Well, life on the farm, I kind of laid back. Ain't much an old country bowl of me can't hack. Early to rise, early in the sack. I thank God I'm a country boy. And I can take you for a ride on my big green tractor. My tractor's sexy. Goodbye, city life. Thank God I'm a comfortable boy. 5:37 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. The bridge is open. Has been open now for a for a solid six hours, and uh, so far no wrecks. We'll take it. We'll take it. Tickets so far. Winning. No, we're not. We're not. <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Honestly, give me a couple of days. Yeah. Let, let's let's have it some time. Uh, you're still using the old lanes going southbound. Somebody texted me and says the shoulder open. Uh, looks like the northbound there is a shoulder available now because they've got the left hand lane blocked off. It's and and what's going to happen is over time you're going to have a lot of wiggling, fiddling, and you know shifting as they're going to have to restripe and they might i don't know if they're going to have to resurface the one we've been using you know it's possible 
that they might that, that we might be entirely on the new span both directions for a little while. I'm not sure about that. Um, it wouldn't surprise they, they probably wouldn't do it that way. They'll probably just like pave these re- resurface these two and then move you over to those two. You know that kind of thing. But um, just. Don't be surprised, especially when you're going towards Gulf Breeze, if things are a little bit different all the time, you know, so can just pay attention when you're driving through there. Anyway, yesterday we had a chance to uh, talk to Ryan Jenkins, our good friend, uh, the owner of Jenkins Farms up in Jay, Florida. Uh, we're talking to him again once a month this year, getting updates on the farm and, you know, catching up on farm related news and things. And we did a whole series last year learning what life was like on a farm. It was really interesting. Uh, Ryan, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Well, good morning. How are y'all doing? Oh, man, we're doing good. Had a good time over the weekend. I, w- I ate, ate way too much of all the things I shouldn't have eaten yesterday and the day before, but that's that's the Super Bowl for you. What uh, what have y'all been working on? I mean, it's cold. You know, people think during the winter y'all don't do anything. What are you doing right now? I'm kind of like a bear. I go in hibernation. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, ho- I hope you get some vacation time. I mean, I hope you and the wife get to do some fun things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is really a good time of the year for us. But I am ready to get back in the field. You know, I love I've talked many times about how much I love what I do. And, uh, you know, I don't I don't necessarily just love the winter. I love a week or two of downtime and I'm ready to get back with it. But we uh, not a whole lot of field work going on right now. You know, we do have our wheat and oats that are growing. Unfortunately, um, those are cover crops for people who don't know. That's the hold the dirt together and give you something to kind of re-nourish the soil and all that, right? It a lot of it is, but we had actually planted a lot this year to harvest, and uh, oh. the cold weather we had around Christmas um, really really hurt our oats. So I, I doubt we will harvest many oats, but the wheat's looking good, and uh, of course now as we've talked in in times past, you know we we use lime to adjust the pH of the soil. So we pulled our soil samples over the winter. We've gotten our grid maps back, our prescriptions back of how much we're supposed to put on everything. And um, we, we began doing that. So we're in the process of spreading lime right now. Uh, next month in March, we will begin. Hey, hold, on, uh, hold on just a second, right? Because yeah. I, I for people who might not have heard us talk about this last year, that, that process is so different from what it used to be because you get hyper accurate measurements of fairly small increments of soil and then you can literally raise the ph of this area and lower the ph of that area i mean you it's very specific based on a computer planned in what you do with the spreaders and all that stuff right that's right basically we micromanage our farms you know we micromanage our field we'll turn you know a hundred acre field that used to have got used to would have gotten the same um, prescription that we'd have put out the same amount of, of product across the whole field and now we've turned that into a whole bunch of two and a half acre fields so we basically micromanage it and are able to um, make it a much more level playing field make it much more uniform and and not waste any product so you know we're not putting any anything into the environment that doesn't need to be there we're only putting it exactly where it needs to be put so it really has changed uh the face of what we do in this area yeah and i kind of interrupted you because i just i thought that was so fascinating when i learned about how small that grid really gets to be when you're you know sampling soil and putting the lime out to equalize the ph across the whole thing but go ahead you're gonna say oh i was just gonna say you know uh next month in march we'll, we'll plant some corn and uh we'll begin terminating all the the cover crops uh, where we have those and the winter weeds and stuff like that and begin uh, 
preparing the field for planting in the, toward the end of April. So, you know, we got a lot coming up, and it's just uh, this is kind of like I say, it's kind of getting toward the end of the slow time of the year, and we're about to get busy again. So I'm excited for that. And I know you do. You said it. You do a lot of planning. Um, I, I assume that part of what you're doing over the winter is, you know paying attention to what trends you're seeing for example in the markets or even in terms of like the supply of seed or the supply of fertilizer or the parts you know because i know last year we talked a lot about the parts issues and you know getting things and the you know sort of we're starting to come out of covid finally and you know seeing but still seeing issues with parts are you seeing anything in that realm right now that concerns you whether it's parts or market volatility or supply issues it's all the above. It seems like used to in general, it was just easier. And now, like you say, there are so many things that just seems like they're working against you that you really have to put extra thought and effort into that used to maybe you didn't. You know, used to you never worried about parts or you never worried about seed or chemicals or anything like that. It was just there if you needed it. And now you really do have to think about those things. Um, for instance, I had a part on one of my big tractors. We we're just doing some preventative maintenance and I wanted to fix it before this next year and uh <laughs> i went to order it and there was only one in north america and it was in canada wow and uh you know it, it took us a long time to get it and, and used to you know it was just a worst case scenario you get it the next day type thing so so the parts are still issues um the volatility in the markets you know We've got so much land that we have to plant, and we have to pre-plan a lot of that. Um, now is the time to order seed for the very end of April and basically all of May. You know, it's, it's getting toward the end of the window for when we need to order seed. And you're trying to guess guess the markets and, and, and what's happening with those and, and try to plant something that's profitable. For instance, right now, cotton's about uh, 85 cents a pound, and it costs us. I anticipate this year it'll cost us between uh, 95 cents and a dollar a pound to grow it. So, you know, you really got to put a pencil to that. But at the same time, you have to have some of that in your rotation. So you just kind of have to figure out where you're going to get hurt the least and try to try to put your eggs kind of in that bas- basket. But with the volatility of the market, you know, all somebody has to do is is drop a bomb on somebody somewhere or bad weather hit a hit a growing region throughout the world, or um, for instance, the uh, the earthquake in Turkey the other day. Um, people might not realize that Turkey is the number four importer of cotton in the world, and really? the region where the earthquake the region where the earthquake hit is where the cotton mills are there. So the the news I've been told out of that area is they're ruined. So, you know, the, the, the industry is going to have to absorb that hit somewhere, and, and we really don't know yet how it's going to affect it. But, uh, you know, you just – so many things are out of your control, and you try to you try to plan as best as you can, and usually you're wrong, but, but I mean, you still wow. have to do it. And, I mean, uh, everybody's so – everybody's fo- focused right now on, obviously, the lives lost, which is very understandable and appropriate, but – you know that's a major source of demand, and if the part the price on cotton is already low compared to what the cost is, like it's a losing proposition right now, that would mean demand goes down, price goes down. It's even 
lower, which is more of a problem. For, wow, I had not even thought about that. Uh, first Monday of the month that I'm here. I wasn't here last Monday, so that's why. Um, Ryan, you were you were talking, and I think I sort of interrupted you, but you were talking about the market volatility, things like. So you're you're looking at planting cotton, even though you're also looking at losing money planting cotton this year. Is that right? That's right, but I mean, you're kind of forced into doing it because, number one, we have to have the rotation for the other crops we grow. And number two, you know, like just say it was going to be, you know, for some reason it was going to be a great peanut year, for instance. Well, you know, I'm used to growing X number of acres of peanuts. I don't have the equipment, and we really don't have the resources in the area if everybody said, you know what, I'm just going to grow 100% peanuts this year i got you because the cotton market looked bad so so you still have to do it but you know there's there's places where maybe i could plant peanuts again or corn or soybeans you know and all that's rotation based in in my farm anyway so is that so so uh, the, the limit with peanuts would be that because of the timing of when those crops come due and when what you need in order to harvest them or to plant them or at any point, like, is it because of the timing? Like if everybody decided to do that, there's just not enough of the appropriate resources in order to make that work. Is that, am I, do I understand that right? That That is correct. And then, I mean, the infrastructure is just not there. If everybody decided to do that, you know, we wouldn't have enough warehouse space to put the peanuts in once we harvested them. Got it. That that type of thing. So I mean, it's it's the whole. It's everything's on a big picture level, huh. and uh, but you really have to <laughs> you have to do a lot of studying and a whole <laughs> lot of praying, and and try to figure out what do you think's best for your farm. And I mean, the worst worst thing to do is to grow a crop and put all the inputs in it all year long, and make a good crop and then not be able to harvest it because you've got more than you can do and the weather's bad or you got more than you can do and, the, and there's no places to take it to. I mean, all, all those factors you have to think about before you plan it. Yeah. Every, every part of that, uh, what we, we sort of generally call the supply chain, but for you guys, it's, you know, supply chain before you, and then, you know, output supply chain after you, you know, that you're a part of. And, you know, if, if there's a part of that that doesn't accommodate, well, that, that can be you know, ruin your whole crop or make it so you can't sell it. That, mm. uh, we always like to end on some kind of a farm fact. Do you have a farm fact for us this week, Ryan? I do. So it was Super Bowl weekend. By any chance, you eat any chicken wings this weekend? I did. The chicken wings take forever to cook. I cooked some on Saturday. Uh, yesterday, I did more pre pre easy to do stuff. Uh, you know, like chili. But I did do. I did eat wings on Saturday. Yes. All right. So. I think a lot of people, maybe if you don't eat wings or a whole rest of the year, you eat them on Super Bowl weekend. <laughs> right. That's the way it goes. Anyway. So Americans were forecast to eat. Are you ready? For, are you sitting down? Yes. Go ahead. 1.45, 1.45 billion chicken wings is what was estimated to be consumed. What? Just yeah, Andrew or other people? Yeah, right. I mean, I only had like 10. <laughs> One and a half right. billion. <laughs> Somebody's over participating. Well, here, here, <laughs> that's it. Here's here's the thing, though. You say, well, why? You're you're not a chicken farmer, so why does it really matter? You know, that's a fun fact, but why does it matter to me? Well, I'll tell you. Chicken feed is composed of about two thirds corn, and I grow corn, so it matters. Huh. So everything's connected. All these connections. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
Wow, interesting. And now I just feel like I underconsumed chicken wings. So good. <laughs> but I do yeah, feel like I supported you today. a little teeny tiny bit because I paid for the <laughs> I paid for the seed indirectly. Ryan Jenkins, he is the owner of Jenkins Farms in Jay, Florida. Ryan, it's always good to have you on. We'll talk to you again next month. Hey, thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Y'all have a good week. You Absolutely. And by and by the way, I just want to let you know I can do better. I can eat more chicken wings. I, I could definitely, I definitely can. Hey, uh, I'll give some. And, and, you know. <laughs> That's right. Don't miss the annual Pensacola Habitat Food Truck Festival, February 25th and 26th at Community Maritime Park. Doors, doors open. I mean, it's always open. It's kind of a weird expression here. It's a doors. It's, it's, it starts at 10. There you are. Start to Tim. Uh, follow Pensacola <laughs> Habitat for Humanity on Facebook. That's a weird thing to say. Yeah, I never thought about that. <laughs> Thanks a lot, copywriter. Surf's up. Doors open at 10. Wait, what? <laughs> Which doors? Unless you're in Seaside. Doors. Oh. Nice. See? I've never even been over there. It's it's nice. It's, we, we went biking there. God, that's where they weekend. filmed the Truman Show. That's right. That's we actually walked you know, yeah. road past that house. You can't, you got to be looking for it, too. It doesn't promote itself so you've seen it yeah. I, i've gone over there twice looking i mean i'm an idiot so whatever it's, but there's and yeah. it's like the gates family owns that house you know or something so anyway but it's it yeah they don't promote it but it's on google so you'd be standing in front of it and you wouldn't know that's what it is because mm-hmm. there's no signage that says but you look on google and you're like you're here and like, oh okay <laughs> there it is that's cool but no the, the thing about seaside is they lock the beaches they do. You know, yes. they, the beach gets all locked up. And, you know, it's funny because there's one sign when you come into town, it's like, welcome to Seaside. And then everything else in Seaside is, um, well, what's the uh, keeping up international relations? Because <laughs> it's all like, don't park here. Don't park there. You'll get towed. You're not allowed to go in here. Oh, this really? is an access only. That gate locks. If you're not a resident, if you don't have a wristband. Yeah, the whole town is like wow, that. Okay. So it's very welcome, welcome. And we don't want you. Um, I was going to say, so. every time I know where it is. Well, let's go. Eh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why that makes sense. But it is gorgeous. I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah, and it's this planned community. I have no doubt. And, yeah. Uh, five, five, how do we get off on that? Oh, it's talking about the doors being locked. Uh, five. Anyway, the, so <laughs> <laughs> Habitat Food Truck Festival is uh, on the uh, the 25th and 26th. That's also, great. Independence for the Blind, the annual eyeball, comes up March 11th, 6 o'clock, and the ballroom at the Hilton on Pensacola Beach. You can change live, sponsor wow. a table, purchase tickets, and uh, obviously that's a great event. Get more details at News Radio 92.3. Dot com. 552 on News Radio 923. I'm Andrew McKay. The Florida Department of Health in Escambia County works to protect, promote, and improve the health of everyone in your community. Listen in today at 1030 to the Pensacola Expert Panel when Director Marie Mott will give a public health update. That's today at 1030 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru in Pensacola. If you're driven by an adventurous heart, you're in luck because the redesigned 2023 Subaru Outback shares your spirit. The Outback can take you as far as you want to explore with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive. And Subaru's estimated highway fuel economy for non-turbo 2023 Outback models is up to 32 miles per gallon. And comparing information from competitors' website, the Outback has more ground clearance than Honda CRV or Toyota RAV4. So you can take on the path less traveled with ease. And when Experian Automotive studied vehicles 
vehicles in operation versus total new registrations, they found that 97% of Outback vehicles sold in the last 10 years are still on the road today, which means you can explore your world with confidence. The 2023 Subaru Outback. Go where love takes you. Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. Actual mileage may vary. Clearance comparisons as of June 2022. Experian data for model years 2012 to 2021 as of December 2022. Serving overseas was just the beginning. We might be home from war, but our mission continues in communities all across the country. It's why we're out there in times of peace and crisis, providing meals to the hungry and supplies to the sick. It's why we're giving strength to those who are too weak and bringing resources to those without them. Service doesn't stop when we're done serving. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at vfw.org. The cost of health care is all in the news. Tune in tomorrow morning at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel as ProHealth will be the guest and we'll be discussing how the ProHealth Medical Membership Program can help you take out the stress and cost of health care. That's tomorrow morning at 9 as ProHealth will be the guest on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Fox News personality Brian Kilmeade, 11 to 1. After Pap Talk with Jenna Barr on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. I came here tonight because when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible. Good morning, 555 here on News Radio 92.3. Happy Valentine's Day. Hope it is. And if it's not, we still love you anyway. I I mean, just, you know, everybody goes through stuff, right? Uh, David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines this morning. David, what's going on, sir? Attempts to recover debris from those high-altitude objects that have been shot down lately are continuing today. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin says... No material has been collected from the three objects shot down over Alaska, Canada, and Michigan. Austin says each of the recoveries is unique and poses its own challenges. Did you... I, I saw this yesterday. You know how it was... Okay, so Raptor with a Sidewinder. Right. Raptor with a Sidewinder. Raptor with a Sidewinder. National Guard F-16. Two Sidewinders. Missed with the first shot. Ooh. And my, my, my wife's like, where did it go? I'm like... Huh? <laughs> Had to go somewhere. <laughs> I mean, granted, the Sidewinder is a you know IR. It's it's heat based, right? And you know your average balloon isn't super hot. It's not no. an engine. I wouldn't it, have much of a heat signal, right? No. Exactly. But you know, it's just it's bad enough that you got to be the guy who gets tasked to go shoot down a balloon. And then you get to be the guy who gives, or girl, I don't know, you know, the Air Force, uh, it gets tasked to go shoot down a balloon and misses. <laughs> And has to shoot again. Ouch. 400,000. There it goes. 800,000. You know. (laughs) Sorry. Go ahead, David. 
Uh, two winter storms have as many as 26 different states under weather alerts. Meteorologists say the first storm could bring snow to Colorado, Oregon, and Washington. It's the reason I'm in Florida. And a uh, second storm <laughs> is expected to bring severe weather from the south to the Ohio Valley. And Starbucks now being ordered to cease and desist from engaging in uh, anti-union activities. The National Labor Relations Board says Starbucks illegally threatened, interrogated, and fired pro-union employees. Hmm. All right, David. Thanks so much for the update. Five fifty-seven here on News Radio ninety-two-three. Uh, what else do? We, oh, this is one where I genuinely can't do the story justice because I cannot show you the picture. But did you see Sam Smith's outfit? I did. <laughs> you want to? I'm going to do my no, best to describe stupid. it, and then and then I'll see if you can help me. Okay. Um, so what was it? I, I forget what it was. It the Grammys or that? It's yeah. It's a the Brit Awards. I the think Brit is Awards, the one yeah. where this is so famous. So you know Sam Smith, the the singer. Um, it, okay, it's it's black vinyl spandexy leather shiny is the material. I would I say that's accurate okay. too. And um, I think Gimp and Pulp Fiction. Go on. Yeah, except without the like chains face. and zippers. Right. And um, face thing. You and can see the top. Face. The top looks like. A poofy shoulder dress, very, very poofy, and the pants are two enormous heart-shaped balloons on your thighs. So... MC I, Hammer meets like yeah I, I, Sigourney okay. Weaver and and Working Girl like the big shoulder pads okay. and then right. the, the great big balloon legs. It looks yeah like it looks almost fake. if you took an Oompa like, Loompa. And, like an and it was black, shiny leather, like and you gimp. made the bottom part even more exaggerated. So when you're walking down whatever, you've, you're, you're like, you hear the helium balloon scraping the side of the Like the you hallway. just know he's going... <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. On both sides, right? And if somebody fights him, they could just rub him on their head and stick him to a wall. <laughs> like a balloon. So every time I have looked at this picture, it And the makes whole thing is inflatable. Yeah, it it looks, right, right. And every time I look at it, I laugh. Okay, so here's the headline. Comedian Ricky Gervais trolls Sam Smith's oh. latest Brit... Oh. I bet outfit. this is beautiful. <laughs> so he says that, that. So Ricky Gervais put his picture up on, put his yeah. picture on the face of it. Okay, with the the bodysuit. The worst thing about being famous is the lack of privacy. I can't even walk down the street without people looking and pointing. <laughs> like that's the reason. Oh, it is also kind of funny because the other, the main lead in the story is comedian Ricky Gervais mocked non-binary singer Sam Smith. What is, I mean, shouldn't you have said binary comedian Ricky Gervais? I mean, what does that have to do with anything? Listen on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Freeze, Milton, Pensacola. The wait is over. The bridge is open. Also, a charter boat captain fined and destined. We'll have those stories and more right after this update from Fox News on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. They're still in critical condition. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Five people wounded in last night's shooting spree at Michigan State University. Three others were killed. Many more panicked. So scary hearing all of them saying they're like underneath their bed and they're barricading their doors and like crying. They hear screaming. 
Overnight, police are revealing that the suspected shooter did not have any affiliation to the university. Now, authorities also confirming that he was found dead from the self-inflicted gunshot wound off campus. His name has not yet been released to the public. We're getting reports that the Michigan State Police bomb squad is outside the home of the suspected shooter. That's Fox's Brooke Singman. A man's in custody in New York City after driving down Brooklyn sidewalks, apparently targeting pedestrians and cyclists and scooter riders until police stopped him. One was killed, eight others injured. At this time, we have no indication that there is any terrorism involvement. NYPD Commissioner Keyshawn Sewell, the suspect's son, says his dad had mental health issues. They keep finding people alive in the rubble eight days after the earthquakes rocked Turkey and Syria. An 18-year-old's been rescued along with two brothers. A 17-year-old and his 21-year-old brother have somehow survived some 200 hours in the rubble of a building in Karaman Marash. These stories becoming rarer every day. Rescue work is continuing, though, with extra resources being poured into helping those now homeless. Fox's Jonathan Savage, the number of deaths now over 37,000. The full Senate will get a classified briefing this morning on the three objects blown out of the sky a week after the Chinese spy balloon was downed after it crisscrossed America. Lawmakers on both sides had raised concerns over how information was being relayed to them, some noting that they were learning more from news reports on TV than the Biden administration directly. So the focus of today's briefing will be on the three objects so far unidentified identified that have been shot down over Alaska, Canada, and Lake Huron since Friday. Fox's Alexandria Hoff. America's listening to Fox News.